are live to episode three to the rotation show. Um, We want to welcome everybody. I have our third guest, and he is something. Um, His name is something. Yeah, his name is Connor Bugby. He's a local Sacramento rapper and has opened for big names such as YG. Um, Yeah, at at our local, it's pretty dope. Released two banger albums and multiple singles. Well known in Sacramento area and beyond putting sack on the map map in a really good way um he also has a farm being built he's about to hit the legal market um and honestly this is the 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 one this guy's been on mtv ridiculousness for his viral video and every other major meme platform out there yeah, it's Connor Bugby. Welcome, You know, like when you walk into a building or into a party, that's what I wanted. That's what I need to go off every time you walk in. Yeah, right. And then now whiskey drinking, <laughs> pot smoking, yeah. six foot five, dick grabbing, tall as shit. It's like I'm coming in. These are my accolades, yeah. and let me step in. Thank you guys for having me. I'm stoked. No, it's awesome. Of course, it's cool to have you. I'm ready, dude. So, man, I I honestly wanted to get into first the the fucking dick twist video oh, man dude that's gonna haunt me for the rest of my life in a great way because it's funny but I, it's amazing yeah it bro. was it was definitely definitely got a lot more of a widespread than i expected it to be yeah. but it definitely where were you what like what is the and story of the dick that's twist? what people want to know so I'm going to Reno to one of my good friend's fights, MMA fights. He's also a worker of mine. And I'm shooting a video in the desert the next day to the Walk of Shame video. And we're sitting there watching him fight. And you can uh, hear this dude in the back of the stadium. (laughs) We're watching it. It's a dead-ass serious fight. And he just yells, twist his dick. We all in the stadium cannot stop laughing. We just can't believe he's actually saying this, right? Yeah. And then we're like, all right, just sit there, keep watching the fight. Then my... uh, my worker comes in to watch the or to actually start fighting. Next thing you know, he's right behind me. Didn't even see him come there. Had no idea. And he just yells, twist his dick. And I pull my phone out and he stands just right back up. And I was like, oh. <laughs> right when I took the video and I pressed end, I was just like, this is fucking gold. Yeah. Like I instantly Unreal. knew. I knew it was one of those because I was always trying to post funny shit all the time. And I've had a couple things on Worldstar before, but I instantly knew. When I cut that clip, I was like, this fucking thing was gold. Well, it was, bro, because it's one of those that you watch multiple times while getting that deep gut laugh, dude. That was fucking funny the first time I saw it. I'm I'm in the studio, right? And I go to post it. I show all my buddies and I post the video. And it got like 30. We're practicing for a show is what we're doing. We're rehearsing. I go back to my phone and it said 30,000 views, right? On Facebook is where it first popped off. And I was like, oh, damn, I've never. I didn't think it was real at first. Like I didn't have that many views this is like an hour into posting oh, it 30,000 okay. dude 30,000 wow. views in like an hour maybe Damn, two big. hours of posting it he found me on Instagram through mutual friends so he was a co-worker of one of my friends I was at the fight with didn't even know the, dude, the guy the that was yelling dick his name's Travis Travis Lange Travis Lange shout out Travis Lange that's his name Travis Lange is the dick twister oh man shout out so he hits me he's like hey man I need you to take it down it's a terrible look I have kids my me and my my woman are going through this that oh, whatever the hell's going on is like my job i'm worried about it all and i was like 
and I look at the video going quick, it's at 60,000. This is, you guys, it's happening fast. Like, it's within minutes, it's going up thousands and thousands of views. Oh, and I'm fired so up. Holy. And obviously, me being someone that wants to have any promotion of any kind, I'm like, okay, this is an opportunity, but I'm also not going to do it at the cost of this man, right? Yeah. Right. So we get back to rehearsing. I space on it because I wanted to think about it for a second. I was, I was not even, I wasn't saying I was going to take it off yet. I was going to keep trying at him. Yeah. Keep it. And then I uh, end up not looking at it. Right till later after we're completely done and we're at a million views. Like it was oh, like with shit. it was this is after probably like a nine to ten hour period of time over this whole entire thing going into the night. And when he when he how soon did he call you? Yeah, it, maybe it wasn't even a quite a full million. It might have been like five hundred six hundred thousand. Like but from he, when you posted it till till like oh, how many was, hours? It was probably two hours till he had messaged me and on he Facebook because wow. oh, he didn't have my quick. number. And then after I said like, oh man, are you sure you really want to take it down? And then he had replied. <laughs> And then I look at it like 10 hours later and he's like, holy fuck, we're already to 500,000. Let's run this bitch run and see what happens. He said that to me. No. I was dying. I was like, there's no way this dude He went from like the heartfelt thing. Like, please don't do this off of me. Like yeah. I have a life and you're going to post this video. Oh, and then after shit. we hit like a certain amount of views, he's like, Let's see what happens with this. Let's run, run it. it. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh dude, yeah, I was dying. Dude. And then everyone started posting all the celebrities. John, <laughs> like John Mayer, to, I think even Jamie Foxx. Like Damn. so many people I were posting. Oh, dude, it was. It was like the even John Mayer did in his Instagram live. He's like, someone's about to get the dick twist. Oh, yeah. 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 Dude, that is wild. Um, so did a lot of your people start texting you and sending shit? Because oh, yeah. I know I did. Every, I sent yeah. you a couple. Dude. Everyone started posting it. People were putting it on their every MMA fighter did it. Oh, yeah. uh, all these people were constantly <laughs> doing it. And I would just D I DM'd everybody, right? Because yeah, I was like, man. I got to try and get some. I got to. Get you need to tag play. me in it because yeah. you just did a million views in a, a day on this post. Like I need to be tagged in this, you For know, sure, yeah. because you have the right to be tagged in all your content and your videos you that you own and yeah. do. So I, I hit up everybody, every single meme page, every every single person. You can see like three messages from me like, hey, thank you for sharing. I really appreciate it. Can you please tag me in the post? Yep. Because I realized in the beginning I was being a little crazy. So I'm like, because they weren't responding. I was like, you better take down the video yeah. and, or tag me in this video or I'm going to report. Yeah. So, yeah, I was petty in the beginning and I chilled way you out. Know every view. You know those views. <laughs> I was like, I will find you and have him twist you right oh, yeah. away. Yeah. Yeah. Right away. Right away. So, Oh, after when, Travis, yes, Travis fucking yeah. lands, dude. After Lange. that happened, a beer came out in San Francisco called the Richard Twist, and it was a photo of him on the bottle. <laughs> like you just see so many people posting it all the time, and then oh, that's uh, great. I told everyone to tag ridiculousness when I posted it, and then that's when ridiculousness hit me, and I just leased them the video for their Damn. episode. So they actually called you. They got in contact with you. Oh yeah, they emailed oh, me. I believe they. Forget how it works. Like Worldstar always DMs you on Instagram or wherever they see it at. They'll DM you and then they'll you kind of negotiate with them and they send you the paperwork and you'll lease them the video, send them the original file. So when I did it with ridiculousness, we were emailing. Uh, they were super cool, super professional, but they lowballed me. So I started yeah. just going up on the video until the, they were like, "Look, we will not give you any more for this video." I was, like, <laughs> I was like, "Cool, but I'm not selling you the video. I'll lease you the video." Yeah. So I technically still own that motherfucker. So that's dope. To do something, all right. That's no, it. Can you that's actually? Cool. Can you say? 
how much you got for leasing the video? Oh, or is a thousand that, bucks. A thousand, it was just a thousand, okay, that's a thousand cool. Yeah. Winning, bro. Oh, that's that cool. cool. And like, all of that yeah. airplay. I, I was wondering. I Shoot. never knew how much like you'd get for something yeah. like that. But that's fucking thousand cool. thousand bucks. Hit up the Travis dude. I was like, hey, they want to do it. And he's like, yeah. I was like, just take half. Yeah, take half the video. Great. You really are the dick twist. So like, yeah. let me, I should give you the whole thousand. But you yeah. guys should have like gone out to dinner and filmed the whole thing. You and Dick Twist. Dude. And then just like, you know, had a good bro like night out. And then film that whole thing i would have been i was time. telling him we need to go to public places yeah and you just pop up in the background you know and twist his dick like, yeah i mean yeah. Dude, why aren't you going into every sporting event <laughs> you should be buying tickets wearing the same shirt going to a ufc fight yeah and yelling twist his dick and tell me that everyone in that arena would not start dying laughing he, he, could, start totally, he could totally market Bro, himself I'm you to make it sell happen. the t-shirt or yeah, something whatever totally it is can. but maybe there's people that do and people that don't yeah but the people that do, he man, does have kids. <laughs> remember people that, people that do With anything viral. Those guys get like a, a three year clout for that. I and know they, just, dude, they get paid to go to events, to clubs, to things. Yep. There's certain things just for a funny ass video. There's certain things that are the funny viral videos though, that you're stoked to have out there. One might make you look really cool. One might make right. you do this or that. One might be yelling, twist his dick <laughs> yeah. in right. an arena in a male on male grappling match fighting. Yeah. Was, so that was the whole hilarious thing when people are like i'm at dinner i'll be with my mom i'll be with my dad we go at mccooney and there's a waiter and he's like are you the dick twist guy Damn. bro it, no i'm telling no you happens all the time way. because the hats, you guys made that hat for me yeah so yeah. the hat i'm wearing in the video you guys made so people right. recognize the hat i've had a few oh, people shit. recognize the hat and they go are you that's the dick twist, twist guy? guy i'm like that's Damn. dope and you got that logo everywhere. Oh, dude, everywhere. God, that's I've had dope. people that's ask, me, ask me or FaceTime before and be like, can you do the dick twist real quick? Can you do it real quick? And no way. Oh, yeah, dude, it was a construction worker thing. I swear, dude, all the construction cool. workers were cracking up, dude. <laughs> that's fucking dope. Well, that's the background to the dick twist video. Oh, wow. And that's sick. Everybody's no, good. Say, a lot of people want to tell it. That was satisfying. I've been waiting we, to tell that story. We yeah. might go viral <laughs> because we got the background of the story and the name of the guy's Travis. That's for everybody, good enough Travis for me, Lange, man. For anybody who, yeah. right? <laughs> he's about to pop up in the background. I right know, now. right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, he's a cool guy, dude. It was a, I exposed him a little bit in the beginning, but when he hit me back saying, let's run it. That's I, awesome. I, How cool. I was dying laughing. Do you ever keep in touch with him? All the time. I sent him. Dude, someone redid the Twister photo for the movie Twister and put him no next way. to the tornado and then put, oh, and put Dick ah, Twister and no. I sent it to him. I was like, he just laughs at it all That's now. That's a vicious Dick Twist right Oh there. my God. I, was like, I bet his wife is still with him. Yeah. He yeah. got famous overnight. I, I hope. I hope. She ever. may be the real Dick Twister. Ooh. You know what I mean? She Plot taught him. Twist? Shout out to Mrs. Lange. Yeah, yeah. She taught him. Mrs. Twist. Mrs. Twist. <laughs> So, Connor, let's get into you, man. Let's get into your background. Let's get into where you're from and, and how you got to where you are with the music yeah. and with with the cultivation and cannabis and all of that, man. Where, where are you from? Uh, I grew up in Orangeville in, like, Loomis, California, so towards, oh, like, yeah. Citrus Heights area and then to Loomis. Uh, went to a couple different high schools, like Del Oro and Casa, that are both near there. And then as far as, like, the whole cannabis thing, dude, that just started from selling dime bags in seventh grade I, when i was a kid i remember uh uh i smoked a joint in a receipt that was the first time i oh, ever got stung in a receipt in a receipt good old paper good. dirty ass good probably Ooh. mcdonald's mcdouble receipt uh, a little grease on there maybe yeah the so there, that's when i that's but when did I, you die Oh, I was so fucking stoned. Yeah. First dude. time. Some people say they don't get stoned the first time. Me, I was fucking lit. Okay. Receipt I was paper. I was toast. 
I bet it was the ink on the receipt paper. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, that probably, that's probably what it was. I mean, shit was still cool back then. I mean, every obviously there was great bud back then too. I mean, for there sure. There was that stickier, stinkier weed. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Sure. I remember. It was, I think it was called Snowcat. Oh yeah, it was called Snowcap. It was, was the first shit I smoked. Yeah, we, <laughs> Snowcap. Yeah. My family nicknamed that Nightcap. Bro. Really? See, yeah. <laughs> it's like a take you down, hey, bro. dude. It was an eighth that was of Snowcap. One broke it down on a seat, and I was I was lit. But it was all it was off to the races from there. I mean, that's when I was like, just at school, I was like, all right, I gotta find a way to buy some shit, make some money, have some money. So I was like, yeah. started taking little solophane wrappers and putting a little nugget in there and lighting it. Like, oh, all right. Yeah. Put oh, in yeah. the Hydecan. You guys remember the Hydecans? Oh, yeah. He yeah. twists it off. Looks like a thing of Pringles. Oh, or yeah. Oh, yeah. I had the Pringles. The yeah. red Pringles yeah. on the bottom unscrewed. Dude, they had every smoke shop had it. Yeah, they had those in drinks, too, all that stuff. I would have cans. A, a monster Arizona that's just 100 years old because it's been dinged on everything, and you could clearly tell this is not a legitimate monster. <laughs> yeah, it's no it's longer done. a liquid inside. It's just a jar now. You know, Arizona iced tea is pissed. Yeah. <laughs> they have a lot of those, dude. Dude, think about it. It's funny because you they never at that time – I mean, I'm, I don't know even know if they knew about it, but think about how much their brands were getting used and resold for. I didn't even think about. Oh that. yeah, all yeah. day, all day. Yes. So, so you moved through, <clears throat> you moved through middle school selling, and then high school. Same thing, just dude. Grinding. Well, that, so I when I was in high school, I mean, I was still doing the same thing because I mean, my parents always like were there. I had roof over my head, everything, but anything extra, I, I always had to get myself. So yeah, I was right? always had a hustling mentality since I was in middle school. And then after I graduated high school, I went to Santa Barbara, uh, Isla Vista. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that was fucking... That's party town. That was like uh, an experience. That's like the most, I feel like movie college experience when you totally. see that because you're around ucsb even yep. though we're in like the city college yeah, so right. you're around all these people that are going so hard you're seeing 700 800 kids on the street and on santa barbara's not a big place no no not at all so it's all condensed everybody's everybody's mixing it doesn't matter the frat houses frat parties and all that is front lawn in it everywhere because yeah. you're by the beach dude, yeah so after I went there, went to school for like two semesters. Actually, it was only a semester. Went there for one semester, and I remember just sitting on my couch and just thinking of like, oh, I'm like struggling to afford to live in this place. Right. I don't have any funding at all from it. From the school, I got my FFA, and it was like 500 bucks or FAFSA, whatever it is. Yeah, my FFA. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but my FAFSA, it was like 500 bucks. And I just remember sitting on my couch. I was like, dude, what am I going to do for the rest of my life that I can be happy and enjoy doing like at this point i'm sitting here all these classes everything i'm like w do any of these take me to where i actually want to be and am i wasting my time because it's fun here totally. I, I packed my shit was out came home started growing weed in my dad's backyard yeah. started making music in my dad's freaking bedroom and closet yeah. and then golden one arena your licensed weed farms your weed yeah. funded your music yeah That's it's, it's always it's always been <clears throat> like that for me because i just feel like whether it's passion things i have passions for whatever yeah. it is the the one thing that i love most and I, I is having my time and my freedom to do what i want when i want like Absolutely. i think being able to be your own business owner for people that enjoy it and like yeah. doing it it gives me the freedom to grind when and how and that is something that keeps me you know motivated and i always knew that even though it's not like I've had crazy record label offerings and this that and the third i always wanted to be and put myself in a position to have control yeah that's really That's a, cool. You know, you don't. I don't look at it because it's true. Because I mean, think about it. You know, put yourself back there if you would have stayed and look at your path that way. I mean, what that would have looked like, how you'd be today. I, like, 
Would you be happy? Where would you be? You'd be miserable. I mean, Most, I, you know, you never know. You never know. I definitely would have probably been a strung out college kid from mm-hmm. yeah. raging nonstop because every one of my friends that stayed and got a degree, I swear, they're like professional partiers and they're smart. Yeah. Some did really well. Some didn't, you know, because right. college has transformed in the past 30, 40 years. It's not yeah. what it used to be. No. So now it's a, it's like a, it's like a timeout from a kid into adulthood. Yeah. You get to go live these some of the, most of these people I don't even want to say some like I was there some of these kids are taking a huge break in their life to be able to have fun party oh, yeah. on the government's dime which yeah. no nothing to them but I was just like I just I can I know where I'm going to be if I if I'm here and that's yeah. overindulging turning and that's up good. and that now now being able to like you said do something that you love you're passionate about you enjoy doing I'm mean, like yeah. fucking that's a dream that's yeah. the dream and it's fuck dude in in the weed industry is the best industry yeah and Hands you down. know it's weird because everybody kind of had everybody doing pretty good in the weed industry has that same background i started uh, i started smoking then i started hustling it in middle school to pay for it and not have to pay or to you know what i mean yeah, and then into yeah. into growing it and into um getting a license and making it happen totally i remember i my dad he would leave me like five bucks <laughs> to last me for lunch for a day or two some days he'd leave a 10 but it was like always hit and miss but he would hi- leave me five bucks yeah. and i just used to be like all right <laughs> i'm not eating lunch today yeah, yeah. I'm not eating lunch because this five budget. bucks has got to go towards this weed <laughs> yeah and we're about to smoke and eat some food at my friend's house my school, five you know? bucks plus his five, five bucks, bucks plus his five bucks plus his five yeah. bucks a, we could get a, a dub we can get a dub but then someone has to have the dollar Swisher. for the swisher oh. on top dude it was a thing great you swishers would get it to the weed yeah. and then you would need that extra dollar you could get the change though the, yeah. you could always find yeah, some quarters up. you could find something to get the swisher but that was the mandatory thing if you had a dub yeah. and a swisher or two for after school you were the your day's made yeah, what else yeah. do you it's need you from need. that as a kid yeah it yeah. really uh man just it's nostalgic. That just thinking, yeah, that takes me back. I was thinking, I was like, man, honestly, side, yeah. The honestly, you also have to have someone that was eighteen and older to buy yes. the Swisher. Yeah. Yeah. We used to play, hey, Mister, for a Swisher all the time. Yeah, all because time. asking someone to get alcohol, anyone's gonna be like, dude, I can't believe people ever bought me alcohol outside of a liquor store. Trying, yeah, that's wild. And asking them, would yeah. you buy someone alcohol? Outside? Fuck no, me neither. Hell Never. No. But we did that all the oh time. Oh my god, it's a hundred percent sting up yeah, now. Dude. Yeah, yeah, I'm going back to jail. Back then, it was back then. Yeah. I felt like uh, we probably felt we were invincible. What are you uh, doing in here? Yeah. Uh, I bought a. 12 year old looking boy was a man. He yeah. thought he was a man. I thought he was 20, but he was 12. Yeah, exactly. And I bought him a 40 ounce. Yeah, exactly. Dude, we used Fuck to, it. we had a dude at Taco Bell and Loomis. He used to buy 40s for us and we'd give him money. I, dude, this dude was way older too. I can't believe he even did it for us. He would hand us the 40s through the drive through window. No, because well, he, like, oh, he worked he, at Taco Bell? Yeah, it was right next to the Rayleigh's. Oh, he would be shit. on his shift and he'd go on his lunch break, get the 40s, have it, because he <laughs> yeah, was the manager, dude. and he would hand it th- to us through our window. And I'll be yeah. like, thank you so much. Did you guys ever get like tacos and stuff at the same time? Oh, of like, you get some, yeah, we, this, were, this lasted for a little while, so it, we definitely got them from quite a few oh, times. Oh, fuck yeah. See, but there was a lot more older people that like you know pushed for the kids to party and like party safe, guys. I got that <laughs> yeah. for you. 
Nowadays, I guess us were like. Now it's like the, I don't know. No, yeah, dude, I, that we used we to. Could be a setup in a half, and yeah. I got too much to lose, kid. I gotta go. Way too much. I'm having a heart to heart with them. Like, look, I want to see you have a great time. Yep. Yeah. I could lose everything <laughs> just fucking so with you. Yeah, exactly. The I would totally to buy it if I knew your parents, bro. Yeah. I, would, I, would, I don't smoke cigarettes, so I, I wouldn't even buy a kid a pack of cigarettes. Yeah. I'm being dead serious. Yeah. Like, no, I'm the same way. It's not even worth it. You never even know. That, no. The stings are too good these days. Dude, they're, could you imagine? Could you imagine if you're just on the next episode? Episode of cops no, fucking. standing in front of a liquor store got sting up for a 12 oh, pack of bud dude, dude no, it happens the hey mr for a swisher though was pretty legit because people all the time you say hey can you give me a single grape swisher you're almost like how much trouble could i really get yeah like, what's gonna happen this yeah. fucking thing apparently a lot a lot of people speaking of speaking it. of swisher uh do we have anything rolled up hey shout out to taylor for rolling these fat thank you taylor bats. oh my god dude Oof. jesus christ Fun. all right jeez look at this and we need a lighter lord of mercy dude are you guys kidding all right me? We're not kidding you. This, this is the rotation painful. show. Um, I do have to mention something though. I want to go back to something you said because you said you said at some point you were in Orangevale. Yeah. Okay. I have a funny story about Orangevale because I never, I didn't grow up there. I grew up, uh, I was in the Bay Area, then Antelope, so the Sacramento area, then rest of my life. But for a little while, I had a decal shop at Denio's. I think you knew right, about right. this, right? I heard about this. Yeah. And I, I took it over from some dude that had lived in Orangevale all of his life. Really cool dude. Built this booth. Bought it from him. And one thing that he told me like when I was taking over the business was, hey, I've got a lot of repeat customers from Orangevale. And they <laughs> always want their decals. OV stickers. I'm like... I was confused because, and, and keep in mind, I went to Oakmont, so I knew the O sticker, like, you know, for your, your high school, I get it, put it on your truck. And then all of a sudden, he was like, I was asking him, and he's like, yeah, these, like, Orangevale people are serious. Like, they represent, so they put it on their trucks, they put it on their cars. Wait, what sticker is it's this? It's an OV sticker. You mean OV? to tell me? You were the OV sticker plug? I, I was, I guess so, unknowingly. And the still is running. I sold it. And there, now there's a guy there named Aaron running the booth at Denials, and he still has the original file. So I think it was John was the guy that I bought. John Sullivan, I remember. That, that was the guy I bought it from. So I think he was the originator because he's an OG Got guy. Got six in a drawer somewhere in my garage. <laughs> nice. Hands down. And that's nice. why I wanted to say. People from Orangevale don't fuck around <laughs> because if you're if you've got it enough where you're just repping it on your car, I mean, you know, Dude, fucking, yeah. it's a thing. It's cool. I it's, was like, that's kind of dope. Everyone always had. Everyone always had. I actually never had a car when I lived in Orangevale, so I actually never put it on one. But I bought yeah. the stickers, put it on dressers, put it on tables oh, yeah. and things like that. But it, it was definitely probably not as trendy now. But back in the day. Everybody had an OV sticker on their car. Seriously, from, I the, know. from the soccer right. mom to the punk ass kid with two fifteens in his trunk, you know, like everybody, everyone had an OV sticker. Everybody repping their city. Man. I can't believe it was you were Dude, for a stint of time. It's crazy. I yeah. could have got. I could have been slinging stickers. That could have been it. Yeah, you know, it was a good time. You know, it's hot as shit in denials, but we had a good time cutting those stickers up. That's so. that's repping your city. Hard. That is yeah, so man. funny, so Dude, OV, I always think about that. Anytime My friends, I hear Orange, do I have friends from Orangeville that are gonna watch this and be like, no way, Dude, he's the real. dude. That made the stickers. Hey, I still, I still connect you guys if you need them. Dude, they have at the liquor stores everywhere. <laughs> <They're> everywhere. <laughs> yeah. So, man, speaking about that, man, I, I wanted to ask, what did it feel like opening up for YG in front of your hometown? 
and just fucking blowing. I, I, I wasn't able to go, but I saw it go off. Check that off a bucket list. Right? I want to know. Yeah, I kind of want to know. Full-blown golden one. Oh, my God. So shout out 102.5 and 103.5. They're not around anymore. But everyone there and everyone at 102.5 have been, like, the coolest people on planet Earth. They've been nothing but, like, loving. They reached out. They played all my music on the radio. So I got a good relationship from the with the program directors. And I knew some of the DJs and the jockeys that were there. Uh, so he, we were at lunch one time. I forget what we were doing. We were doing something fun. And I was talking to him. He's like, Hey, I'm going to do a hella summer event. YG is going to be performing Tiger, everyone. And I might maybe have 10 to 15 minutes that you can perform on. I was just at that time. I'm like, well, bro, I mean, I'm not even saying I'm not trying to get my hopes up, but if you need it, call me 100%. I'll do it I'm there. No questions asked. Yep. Year goes by, or however many times, however much time it was till the concert. I get a call, a text from him 72 hours before the event. I have tickets oh, to it shit. to go. Yeah. <laughs> 72 hours. I have not done Damn. one day practicing for a show. I don't even have a set list. I have done the limited amount of shows I've done in my life at that time. I forget what I was even working on and why I, I hadn't done any recently. He hits me saying, 72 hours, do you want to do uh, Hell of Summer? I was like, the, inside I'm screaming, no, don't do it, I'm terrified. But I know that I'm 100% saying yes and we're going to do this and get it done. Fuck so yeah. I, Hell yeah. Yeah, we're at Makuni. We just met up after he called me. We meet at Makuni and he tells me this. And I'm just like, no fucking way. Jeez. I called everybody the second I left. I called Ted, the guy that produces, Ted Digital produces all my beats. Shout out Ted. He DJs Shout for my shows. Yeah. Ted. Called Jay Cyrus right after. Really? He was damn near like, it's not like a choreographer, but he was the dude like, hey, he's performed a million times. He's been on tour. So he's like yeah. really good with it. So damn. he, uh, he was the one putting me on game, helping me get ready. We were up to like 4 a.m. every night before the show. Was it just adrenaline from that Dude, point? Like from just the straight, like I'm going to my farms. I'm every day just pacing around. Like I gotta be there. I'm already tired. I'm up hella late because that's the only time people can get away from their lives to come dedicate time to this. So. Yeah. We're just sitting there practicing every night, getting ready. And when that time came up and we got, dude, I mean, you're pulling in the bottom underground parking lot. They give you an artist pass. Fuck. You go through metal detectors. You're walking in the back of an arena that you've never seen other than the front gates going and to this is Kings one, game. Right? This is Golden, Golden One, a brand new Ooh. arena. It's the biggest thing that's in our city. I mean, Shoreline Amphitheater, or not Shoreline, Mount, is it Mount? Shoreline's right here, right? Shoreline, Toyota Amphitheater. It used to be, I think, uh, Sleep Train, but it's Shoreline yeah. now. So yeah. So that, uh, the outdoor amphitheater is yeah. going to be like the next coolest place. But this is the one. Oh, yeah, yeah, This is, check it off the bucket list. You performed at the arena in your own city is the coolest thing. Right. And the, so it's... I was super stoked. I'm walking through the back. I'm looking at all these other artists that are kind of, they're in their own rooms doing their own thing. It's not like I'm just kicking it in the back with YG all the time. It never works like that at shows unless you know someone, you know. Yeah. So they give me my own room. We're just jumping around in there. So stoked on life, having fun, practicing. And then uh, we went out, did the sound check, dude. And I just, I'm staring at all these seats in this place. And you know, it's like, dude, I don't even know. How, like going out to perform feels like either right when you either jump off a cliff and you have that huge, uh, like, or you're about to get in a fist fight or something. Like that yeah. life or death moment mm -hmm. that you know there's no turning back. That's, that's what it sick. feels like for me when you walk out on a stage, you're just like, oh, fuck, I can't turn around and leave. You yeah, know, it's not, there's no it. option but then finish it out. We Damn. gotta go. So, it's go time. Dude, it's fucking go time. 
So I, this is when you when you sound check. That's how many hours before the show? That's two hours before the show. Ooh. So I'm just sitting there, do the little basic sound check run through. Everything sounded great. I was super stoked um, because when you're doing a performance like that, you'll have in ear monitors, okay. so you have to be able to hear yourself. So if I come out there with the mic and I go, "Hey," you would hear echo and everything bouncing off the stadium. So artists that are performing oftentimes, unless they're going like fully over lyrics, they have in-ear monitors so they can hear themselves. So practicing with all this new stuff, not even knowing what I'm doing with it, just had bought it right before, so I had my own stuff. And then, you know, just you come out to go perform and it's just like, holy Holy shit, shit. there's no turning back. And it was all the way full already? It was probably, it was way more full than I thought it was gonna be. I thought it might be half. It was probably like, 85% 85% capacity. Damn. Oh, and that's then, a lot. Yeah. Dude, that's there was a, a bunch amount. of people in there. I was like, I, I couldn't believe it. And I had a bunch of friends that, dude, I got to swear I have some of the best friends in the world, dude. They came to my concert, forgot their tickets in the party bus at the house, right? So they bought, <laughs> dude, there's there's 20 of these people in a bus, <laughs> forgot their tickets, get to the front. My buddy ends up buying them all new tickets. Oh, no shit. And they came to the front of the show as I'm performing, like they're coming in and they just start throwing ones in the air. Oh, wow. So my boys threw like $1,500 in ones. So they're just throwing boom, Damn. boom. I'm performing. So Making I'm fired up. Rock star I, dude, I'm having right fun. I'm just like, yeah. So I was like, dude, these guys like felt like they saved my day because right when they did it, you know, I was just. That's sp- like un, un fucking. That's dope ass props on yeah, them, dude. Just totally. throwing that out there. It was yeah. it was funny. Unplanned and fucking it it made it happen. Yeah, it That's was sick. I think just for that timing and them coming out there, it was it was super sick. And then it's like not only is performing your song, you know, part of the battle, but then you have time in between where you need to catch your breath, yeah, center yourself and communicate with, you know, tens of thousands, ten thousand plus people. And so that was like, you know, that's mm-hmm. even my boy Cyrus was just like, we were just you're like thinking of what you want to say, and it ended up working out perfectly. I forgot what I said. I was watching the footage the other day, but just like, everyone put your middle fingers up, put them up, and you just got the whole stadium. Everyone out there with their middle fingers up, That's and then the sick. first lyrics to the song that plays is Skull Flaw, yelling, fuck the law, boom, and then the bass hits, and it's just, that was insane. I got adrenaline feeling. right now thinking about it. Dude, you, I, yeah, I'm thinking yeah. about it too right Dude, now. Dude. I think that that's crazy. what like, famous artists fucking fiend for. And oh, yeah. that's why they don't stop performing. They could be rich and settle down and, and take, you know, but n- not even money can buy that feeling of probably all those thousands of people singing your song back to you type shit. Wow. Yeah. Dude, that's got to be <clears throat> That's the next an amazing feel. That's next the, one of the next things that's just super excited to go when you're performing or doing places like that and people are singing all your shit back to you. Yeah. Like I you know and you imagine. see these stadiums, you see the Instagram clips where they'll just cut the music and then the crowd finishes singing a verse or like those that's like even that's kind of what you chase. Goose, you're chasing goosebumps yeah. Exactly. Shit. Yeah. Goosebump shit you're chasing yeah. because that's just the thrill, you know, that's oh like my that. God. Yeah, yeah, I didn't even think about that. That's probably why people keep trying to perform forever. Obviously, the money for a lot of people that have, like I was saying, the freedom thing, and you don't have, you're in a record deal that's terrible for you. You don't own your masters. You don't even maybe own your touring, whatever you do, but you're obligated to it. Yeah. So it makes sense. Like, if you were doing those tours and you owned all your shit, you're probably just making tens of millions of dollars, you know? Right. But a lot of the times you see people, they're like probably forced to tour. And I wonder if they even get to keep a lot of money from it. I was just good question. Just, just thinking to my to myself. I'm, I'm wondering, how, do you, when you uh, did the show, like after the show, did you notice like a difference in like follower? I mean, exposure. What did that look like after the show for you? Hey, Jim. 
I had probably like, I would say just from that was like 800 followers, something like that crazy, which for me, I mean, there's like, that was a huge percentage of the people there. I had just so much more interaction and yeah. everything on my account than I had had. That's so cool. I definitely had hundreds of followers that I got from that, which was huge. Like yeah. I was fired up to me. That was the coolest thing ever. And then you're seeing people out there. So Sage the Gemini was there and me and Sage the Gemini started walking in the crowd. And obviously people so. are taking hella photos with him and then people started taking some photos of me. So I'm just all fired up. You know, that's the coolest experience. Cause you're yeah. just like, Hell you yeah. get to feel that instant, that instant feeling back that people are stoked on something you may have gave to them. Yeah. You know? So like when you're getting that type of feedback and you're in that moment, it's super cool with people that can enjoy something that you made regardless if they would have liked it or not. That's you know? awesome. No, that's that energy's gotta be unreal. It's, it's gotta be unmatched, dude. Yeah. I, mean, that's I didn't the realize rush how, of that. I didn't realize how much I miss going to concerts. So we just started talking. Yeah. About see, it's that's really, true. There's that, a feeling when you're at those concerts. It's been so long. It's been so long. Since Too long. Concert. We got a concert coming up. It's at dry, uh, dry diggings up this uh, up the 50, and it's gonna be at uh, El Dorado County Fairgrounds. It's gonna be dope. It's a nice little reggae concert. I'm performing right after at Dry Diggins Festival. Right okay. after on the so it's a Friday Saturday, right? Yeah. yeah. So that Sunday, this will probably be my first show. In forever a good friend of mine is troy that owns beach hut they're doing like a oh, huge cool. 40th anniversary thing where they have like all the beach huts from all over the state and uh they're using like the same lighting same festival same every they're leaving all this like, stuff there so oh shit because he same knows spot yeah he knows oh, the guy cool. that does the dry digging so it's all the same dry diggings festival with just different yeah banners and shit like that and i'm performing there so nice. that's gonna that'll be, be dope what, so that's on sunday <laughs> that's the sunday cool well shit check that out what is, what, that? is that august 29th sunday yeah yeah that's a nice like three day weekend. Then people can go party out there Friday, Saturday, dry diggings, and yeah. boom Sunday wrap dude, up the show. I, I hella want to go. Cool. To, I'm going to dry diggings this year for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. Dude, this is my first time going. I'm, I'm I'm just can't wait. It's a good time. Do you know the guy Fia or Fia? Yeah, Fia. Fia, he's, yeah. Bro. He sings, yeah, he sings a quite, that a, quite a few songs. fire. Yeah, he's sick. I heard he's him in Hawaii fire. when I was in Maui. That was the first time I had heard his music. Everyone plays it out there. Yeah, he has Super Love fire. Me, Love Me. Yeah, Love Me's the one. And he has like two or three other ones. Really good. Yeah. But let's talk the grow, man. Let's talk what what's what's going on. What what are you doing? Man, Nevada County. So just getting a licensed facility growing. <clears throat> it's 5,000 square feet. Uh, mixed lights. So nice. it's just been that whole process of buying a piece of land. They require residents out there. They require certain oh, okay. things, you know, so that buying a piece of land, developing it start to finish to get everything, you know, the building permits, all the stuff you need to get, you know, yeah, dude. able to we get licensed and up there is no joke. But it's been exciting, dude. I'm super stoked because seeing these grow techs, they got the grow tech greenhouses, one up yeah. constructions, building them. They're super talented guys. And you're just seeing them put these actually nice, high-end fully built out engineered buildings and structures with all this technology in it that adds all new for me when you get to see all the capabilities so i'm so excited to like play yeah. with it and really just see what you can do and maximize and just bring to the table that's dope. i think i saw on your uh <clears throat> instagram story and i wanted to ask you more about it because i thought it was so dope but i haven't seen any posts lately about it <laughs> it's the i guess would be your residence that you're build, building yeah. there Tell me about that, because I was thinking, I'm like, damn, you know, I got a condo in sack, and it's like, I'm like, I'm trying to get the hell out, and I'm like, that looks nice out there, like land, you know, put, you know, something, just drop it on there, you know, build a little deck. Yeah, 
that, smoke the weed outside. Anywhere up NorCal right now is is really beautiful. So dude. how does dude, I, yeah, it's, that, it's that bitter? Seems... It's a very bittersweet thing for me because I totally understand what you're talking about. Yeah, it's you have this little tiny home and mm-hmm. tiny home super trendy right now too. Everyone loves it <laughs> and it's there, but I'm so pissed about it at the same time too because. <laughs> You don't shouldn't even be required to have homes on the site of farms and cultivation sites and doing that. It just doesn't like just because you grow this, you shouldn't. You have to have a house at it. So right. it's just a weird requirement that totally. was so bittersweet because I had to buy a house, <laughs> get it delivered, wait the time, Damn. do it all to get it shipped there. So every time I see it, I'm just like, "You are the most unnecessary, cute little house I've ever seen." Like, <laughs> you know, like I like that it's there. It looks great, but every time I see it, I'm just like. Mm-hmm. God, in a year when they change this rule and I stare at this thing every day, I'm gonna be like, it's like gonna be, gonna be. Yeah. Uh, hopefully they change it. I mean, you know. So hopefully I'm that sure kinda, they will. But yeah, I love it. It looks cool. It looks like a great little office. Yeah, like, it would be tight. We were gonna get one of our, you know, one of our guys to live there, but we'll see how it goes. It's almost nice when you don't gotta worry about tenants, dude. In California, True. having any type of tenant is a very very stressful can be very stressful you know oh so yeah yeah absolutely we'll probably just you know i don't know i'm just excited to get the greenhouses going all the other yeah. stuff's cool the buildings the shops the houses all super nice to have the capability and the resources to just do the best job you can start to yeah. finish but the greenhouses is just what's going to be nice because you're talking pulling tarps every night every mm-hmm. morning multiple sites you're got you're just kind of like that that right there is just so what's yeah. what's the brand name? Uh, so so far, I think we're going with Golden Valley Farms. That's what's gonna nice. be. We like we we want to do the branding <clears throat> and do all that stuff. Definitely right off the bat, you know, we're just trying to produce the best. Just trying to get dialed in with our spot. Just the second yeah. we hit the ground running, but the brand's definitely gonna be something I want to put work into. Golden Valley Farms is what we're gonna do, um, nice. and you guys will be helping with that for sure. One hundred percent. Always. One hundred percent. So yeah, that's what we'll call it. Um, just focus on flour. Uh, that's cool. Yeah, and then try and put it everywhere we can. Fortunate to just try and do stuff, I feel like, in Northern California where you just know so many people that have yeah. deliveries, delivery Absolutely. services, licenses yeah. to, for you know retail, all the that type of stuff. helps. Dude. Yeah, and this the is a great totally. You feel like you're in the mecca for cannabis when you're in Northern California. This is it, yeah. Especially in this you know general vicinity we're all in, it's like... Yeah. So so concentrated. There's a lot of weed here. A lot of a lot of weed. It's lot like a hub. Yep. If you think about it, Sacramento Bay Area is like uh, you feel like the f- closest hub you have to like Northern America cannabis. Yeah. Like and a greenhouse, and you have that type of stuff. I was talking with David the other day. Wait, was it David? I think it was David. He was just talking about indoor versus mixed light. Oh no, it was on your guys' podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. So like, that's what it was. So uh, yeah, I remember listening to it. Yeah. And I was like, God, it's so true. Like when you think about growing in an environment that's already suitable, you're trying to recreate the sunlight. So when you're in a greenhouse and you have the ability to control the climate and all these yeah. other things that you have such control with now, right. you know, it's pretty uh, pretty cool that you can grow a product that looks pretty much like indoor. It tastes better some most of the oh, time. Yeah. It has all these other, other profiles you're just trying to recreate yeah, indoor. It's, it's really incredible with what the actual natural sunlight does, you yeah. know, and you let that little bit of that in. Mix light, Mixed boom. Light. Yeah, you know it's it's true. Like you know, <clears throat> even like I get that, and I remind myself too. I kind of get myself to like a snobby smoking mode. Where I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna smoke all this indoor flour. <laughs> no. But you know, one of yeah. our our guys at the shop, he was like, hey, you know, I got some of this uh, sun grown flour. You want to try it out? And I was like, yeah, let's give it a shot. Smoked it. Damn, I was lit. I was lit. <laughs> I wasn't even expecting it. I was 
outdoors it, it was just nice, good, you know. Yeah, I, I, all the terpene profile, the the just the flavor of every, the hit was different, you know. Just yeah. got me back to a place where my I guess my receptors weren't used to. You and know? it probably switched it up on you, you know. If you change something all the time, you know, like if you do something that's dramatically different, you're gonna probably even notice it more. Yeah, exactly. But, but indoors always been that like. Even since a kid, I mean, if you had a dub of some indoor, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, you know for sure. more than 20 is definitely what it costs. You've got a couple grams of something or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, that's going to be, you know, you if you had indoor back when I was growing up, that was everything. And it still is like you just really can't go all the way and say everything's indoor yet. But yeah. I definitely think smoking fire ass greenhouse is, uh, you know, that's where I think. I'm comfortable with sometimes even when it goes to like the outdoor and all that shit. Oh, like yeah, that, I'm like, yeah. I've just smoked so much trashy weed in my life as a kid growing up to where I was, you know, like <laughs> yes. now when I don't have to smoke it. I'm like, oh, I'm good, smoke dude. Trashy, I don't want I don't, trashy weed and resin. Too. Yeah. Sometimes it's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, I don't know if I want to smoke that blunt. That's got that weed in it. Yeah. But you, you I know getting, but, you start getting a little weed snobby. I get it. Everybody yes. does. Because if you, you know do. something's nice it's and better, always, it's like, oh, just roll my blunt. Yeah. Oh, just roll this. I'll smoke you out. Yeah, exactly. You I want to smoke this. Damn. It's true. It, it's no, always nice that. to humble that. yourself on some, you know, what I mean? <laughs> yeah. outdoor and stuff like that. And and mixed light, man. People are doing amazing things with mixed light nowadays. Yeah. And it's really um it's looking like the, almost the better way. Yeah. Because the the <coughs> sun gives you a lot of benefits because of the energy costs. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Not, that. not even thinking of amazing. Not even yeah, the energy cost which also just reflects on the price point of yeah. what you're getting. So now you have such a more consumer friendly <coughs> price yeah. product, you know, you have so many more people can get it and you're actually able to probably get the same margins and depending at a certain point when this crazy market world we go. And the quality is amazing. Yeah. So and it's happening yeah. more and more. Every, everybody's starting to really, really dial that <laughs> yeah. mixed light system in. Someone made a point to me too, and I was thinking about of why, like, why like mixed light in California is so great because of the climate that we already have now. But when you think about people wanting to do indoor, what about when things get like federally legal and you can grow in Texas or you can grow somewhere where power is like extremely cheap or yeah. you know, I guess if you could have water, there's another important factor, you know, but if you have places that have such a cheaper area to grow, why would you want to grow in Sacramento where you have, you know, this huge thing? So they're going to be, it's just going to get cheaper yeah. more affordable because they can do it efficiently. There's something in the air here. And the soil. It's something like, it, it, I've seen weed that's grown in Oregon and Washington and other places, and they have, you know, mixed lighting controlled systems, and, but Cali, man, I'm sorry. Yeah, well, I don't Another have. California, I don't know what it is. We have the yeah. weather for it. It makes sense. I mean, I've never experienced it firsthand going Indoor. up there and just be like, it doesn't care. It doesn't, like if, you know, whatever pre-bagged mixed soil you could have bought, it's just not the same as if you grew nope. this here. Yeah. You know, I'm sure that the, the environment is going to make a huge difference like even, even with the, like you're saying the air and stuff like that seems pretty uh i don't know i'm not See, a, yeah. <laughs> i'm not a scientist no i hear you you're gonna know I've and look tried at it. other yeah. places weed and <laughs> i you know what i mean yeah it, it is what it is no i totally i totally uh totally know what you're saying because there's nothing you're gonna have the best weed there's a reason why california yeah. weed right. is known through the entire world that's you know there's yeah. a reason for it for right. sure. Yeah, you look at like even other states, 
have a hard time growing good. Even Oklahoma, all the places where it's legal right now, too, they don't even grow. I mean, you get some places that grow some good stuff, but I don't hear people bragging about it. Like, but they're, they're not bragging. Not, they're not. They're not <laughs> paying not double the price. Bad, it, you yeah. know, I'm not saying it's bad at all. I've seen some really good uh, bud, like the club in. Uh, I had a club in Vegas one time, yeah. and they had good bud. Yeah. So I mean. It I mean, I, th- I think yeah, but it, yeah. There, there are there is good bud out there. I think mm-hmm. it's just not as. I mean, there's some great bud. Yeah, all I, over. I here. definitely would say though, just indoor too. There's a lot of like you, people can grow great indoor in the great places because you just have the ability to recreate so much that you can't in a greenhouse. Yeah. So right. I definitely feel like you know Nevada. I've seen some fucking. Now that I'm thinking about it, I've seen some fire out of Nevada. Tahoe Hydroponics, Lit Farms, oh, yeah. dude. <clears throat> they have some fire ass stuff. Because yeah. I, I, what's the there was a dispensary right off the strip, uh, the big one. Reef, Reef, oh, Reef. Reef. I did that though. Yeah, I was I, nuts. Dude. Nuts. We did twenty four hours in Vegas, Ooh. and we just went there, got a little crazy, went and seen that, and that was uh. Damn, I'm about to go to Vegas in two days. Wait, so you did twenty four hours in Vegas? Yeah, we just went yes. for my buddy's birthday. We just oh. went to Vegas for twenty four hours and just raged. But they have what he's talking about. You know what that is? The warehouse. Well, it's like a experience, like a it's like a hallucinogenic experience. Yeah. Like I don't know. Explain. Oh, yeah. It's a warehouse What's that has it like. <coughs> What is it called? Planet 13? Is that the one? Planet 51? Wait. Or pl- Area 51. Area, 50, Area, Area 51. 15 or something. It's like, dude, it's something weird. I'm, I'm so kind of walk too. in. I mix up yeah. that yeah. and the dispensary because they have a dispensary there too. A big ass one. In Vegas, yeah. But yeah, anyway. It's nuts. You walk in, you pay for this tour, and you walk into a grocery store. And then you like, you'll <laughs> yeah, open the grocery store. door to where the milk's at. And then you walk into the secret pathway that's into this crazy experience. Oh, and now you're, dope. dude, and you're just going through all these different rooms. That have much Wild. Stuff. Yeah. So you take mushrooms and you walk through. Yeah. That's <laughs> you dope. It was, it, was, it was cool. It was cool. And then I realized I was like, all right, I'm just sitting in this thing. I'm like, I need to get the, f- <laughs> <laughs> I need to go outside ASAP. Yeah. Get me out of here. Time to go. We, we only got four hours left. Yeah. <laughs> Been in there for 16 hours. Dude, they, they set you up. You go into the thing, you pay for the experience, and then they don't have any water on the other oh. side oh. so everyone that's in there is in this hot ass building because everyone's running around <laughs> but they got no water so oh, if you want to if you no. want to even get a sip or you're thinking about a sip of water you're out of the whole exhibit you know that's probably how they keep all these oh, people who are not sitting in there yeah. for 20 hours they're like oh i need to get some water dude i was like i would die in there i need water <laughs> i'm parched I completely know, right? parched and i can't even walk around and hit this slide no more oh, <laughs> it's a cotton mouth nightmare yeah you know? fuck that's fucking that's wild. funny, bro. But, um, yeah, what other new things you got coming your way, man? Man, uh, so that performance uh, in August 29th at the – I forget what that fairground is called. Eldorado County Fairground? It's Eldorado County Fairgrounds. In Placerville. In Placerville. Yeah, that mm-hmm. – um, just new being music, a, new music. No, yeah, yeah, new music, dude. I got a dope. I got, yeah. I've made my favorite song that I've made so far. Watch oh, people. Wow. That sounds. Did dumb, you but take advantage no. of COVID shutdown time to make new music, dude? Honestly, I would be lying to you if I said I took full advantage of it. Just because when COVID happened, one, my other business of cultivation didn't slow down one bit, so that yeah. was still full steam ahead. You know, and being a new dad, yeah. I definitely Ooh. took the time of just even with the whole Corona, just to like. It was a huge, nice, healthy reset, you know? So just being around to be a dad, be a, you know, raise my daughter was just like the coolest experience. So I definitely like embraced that a lot during the whole, you know, coronavirus thing. But I did make some new music, like the new shit I got. Nice. It's fire. Oh, that's dope. Fire. It's my, Can't yeah. wait to hear it. 
Yeah. Your best music comes when you're inspired by family. Dude. Yeah, man, 100%. Oh, it was just, you just have a, just moments, dude. I always feel like when you make great songs, you're like trying to like capture like a lightning in the bottle thing. Like you'll hear something, yeah, it inspires yeah. a lyric, it inspires a, a melody, whatever you're doing and you're trying to create it. But me and Ted, uh, Ted Digital, he's just a, dude's a savage. Uh, I went and took a trip to Puerto Rico like two, three years ago and we were talking about it. Just, you kind of like, pre-game every studio session with a dope conversation and uh, we were talking about it and then he started making a just a super tropical and we just started man just it was it's one of those good. lightning in the bottle yeah. moments where you're like fired up right place That's right time, time. Yeah. turn right the mic melody, on capture that everything's yeah. in sync and you guys yes. fucking go yeah. and it's got I a big that. ass feature on it now so i got a i got a dope feature on it i can't say who it is yet not but yeah no not yet but it's well, a, i got, got a when, yeah. i got when? a big yeah, ass when feature. you gotta throw it you're gonna get trolled by the, the internet yeah it's fine i gotta do it soon dude i was gonna do it this year but i'm just it's a summer song oh Okay. We're in so the when of you, the I know when you don't want to. Hey, hey, as a we're kind of in the middle to the end. You're trying. You're not gonna release a hoodie in the summer, right? You not you you know you know yeah. that there's certain things that where I'm just like kicking myself in the ass. It's either I'm gonna just drop a fucking just drop it. Obviously, do whatever promo I'm gonna do and drop it this like really really soon. Okay. Or I might have to wait till next year. I don't know. I'm gonna figure it out. It's gonna be soon. If people cool. hit me up enough, then they want to hear it. So yeah, I might have to sure. do it. Well, hit let's up. hit them up, everybody. Yeah. Everybody get to it. Well, um, thank you very much for coming. Dude, yeah, me. this was fucking great. We appreciate you, and we appreciate what you do to represent the city of Sacramento yeah, and man. California. Appreciate you. you coming on. Appreciate yeah, you guys. Bro. Come here. And Twist this dick. Yeah, Twist this dick. <laughs> Come over here. We'll line up. Yeah, yeah, bro. But, uh. We want to thank all of uh, our support, uh, Preferred Gardens, Calibus, Fresh Press, Fiori Delivery, and uh, what you got? Uh, Golden Valley Farms? Shout out Golden Valley Farms. Follow me on Instagram, at Bugby. I'm going to be dropping some fire ass shit soon. Uh, Yeah, and I'm planning on having product to the shelves, man. Golden Valley Farms is what it'll be under. And then uh, just excited. We doing it all 2021. Woo, 2022 you, you heard it here Let's first get it. i'm coming thanks to the background everybody yes, we appreciate thanks to our you guys Dad, everyone uh rotation we out yeah thanks. we're out take thanks. care guys